Coming to you back over the Zoom airwaves. It's your favorite four-star iTunes podcast. <laughs> the Sons of Honarchy bringing you the latest in White Sox baseball. It's your host, Steve-O, at Drunk Shy Sox Fan. And Hot Take Tommy and I thousand percent was about to be like, ain't nobody said that we're their favorite. And then, yeah, we're your favorite four-star podcast. That's exactly. Right. Um, so uh, we're going to talk to you about, uh, we're bringing back an old segment, but then we're mostly covering the weekend and talking about the big signing baby. All of this brought to you by us. Yeah, so just, go just rate, subscribe, review. Leave us all of your great ratings. Um, or, obviously. or, you know, one-star ratings are you fine, want, too. Just lean into it. Five-star, one-star. Whatever really you good, want. Really good, really bad. Um, and if leave us comments. Us, on leave yeah, us comments. If, We're still waiting on on all those comments. Um, there might yeah, be some one. There might be some one away in Sons of Honarchy gear in it for you if you go and comment and rate. Um, which leads us to some early shout-outs for the podcast, Tom. Mm-hmm, that's true. So uh, get yourself a youth pastor like Danny Fiddleson, everybody, because he is out here still supporting not just his uh, former uh, youth pastorate, I guess, but her spouse, because that's uh, my wife's uh, lovely youth pastor from back in the day. He's also just a great, great guy and a huge baseball fan. Love him to death. Danny Fiddleson, everybody. Give it up. Snaps for him. There we go. Snaps. Snaps. Yep. Love it. Um, and shouts to my guy, Willie fucking P. And, and apologies. You know, we're talking about a youth pastor, and now I'm just out here <laughs> dropping an F-bomb 30 seconds after. Um, but my guy, Willie P., um, if you don't follow him on Twitter, just uh, look him up. Just look up Willie P., and he'll show up. Um, that's, uh, that's the guy. Um, he actually partied it up with us when he was in town. Uh, his dad lives in Forest Park. Uh, he lives out in San Diego. He works out there now, uh, but he's a local kid. Um, I should say kid, but, you know, he's like a few years older than us. But um, Will, Willie's my dude. Um, and we had a good time at, at Blueberry Hill uh, when he was in town. So, Tom, you know about Blueberry Hill yet? Is that a, a bar? Oh, that's my dive bar. That's <laughs> going to say like Tom, think of, about it. think of Temple Stowe, but like five times divier. So how <laughs> sliding garage door that opens and closes. That's oh, I love it. That's, that's, that's the, the main entrance. entrance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's great. That's great. So well, you Tom, too could be. Shout it out on the podcast if you rate, subscribe, and review. How amazing. And, you know, more importantly, you get entered in a potential 108 uh, merch because, you know, Daddy My Sock Summer is driving the merch train. So. That's right. Please don't ever <laughs> refer to him as Daddy My Sock Summer, which well, also he's, reminds he's me. He's a dad. That's what I was trying to say. Well, if you even took it somewhere else, your, a your little brain bit. is in the gutter. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, more disturbing is my girlfriend started referring to Wally as daddy wally and i said that's not that's not a thing i know i know it's it's a joke um but no i know he has like four kids but no um that was yeah that's that's a hard pass for me that's Um. that's a no for me that's a no for me dog yeah um tom what are we doing recording on a monday night tell tell Um, me Tell we me are, we're adults. We have busy schedules. We're allowed to have busy busy schedules. I got a I got a good guy, a good 
buddy of mine coming through. You know him well, Matt Angland. Um, He's a big supporter of the pod, too. Yeah, we would have him on, but he only knows how to talk about hockey, you know, the great white north and all that. Um, A, Tim Hortons. I don't know. I'm doing my best. He's not from Canada. He, he just he just likes hockey. So, um, yeah, he's coming through half the back half of the week for me. So I'm not really available then. You're going to be in freaking Milwaukee over the weekend. So we can't do it then. Um, and then we just got things going on through the week. So we are here on a Monday to talk double header, talk the uh, weekend games, all that jazz. Absolutely. That Milwaukee weekend is going to be nuts. Uh, speaking of old segments and old things, hashtag pray for my liver um, uh, because it is going <laughs> to be a hell of a weekend. Well, I wanted to bring this up, Tom, um, but you did you did tweet today. So I was going to say we got to talk about how, you know, you know, what's Tommy going to be doing outside of Twitter over the next few days? Uh, because that's the segment that that Cherizi wants. So, yes. Well, I did tweet today, so I can't necessarily get too deep into it because uh, mostly I was working. But what I did um Let's see here. I actually went and celebrated my grandmother's birthday. That's right. And I got her a Swedish princess cake from a bakery in Andersonville. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the best marzipan. Yeah. This side here we go. He's, so. he's hitting all he's hitting. He's checking all the boxes right here. He's talking about <laughs> what he was doing instead of being on Twitter. He's talking about food. He's talking about being on some small ass place on the north side to go get you know, cake with marzipan. Yeah, if, exactly. If you find yourself, this is, that is Anderson so Bill. hipster, by the way, that is so hipster. Look at that. What's the tiny cake sometimes, with marzipan, bro? I, sometimes you got to steer into the skid. Um, if you find yourself in Andersonville, <laughs> hit up lost Larson's. It's actually, it's worth your time. It's super great. A lot of you, you'll sit in there and you'll be like cardamom bun. Why would I get that? It's, it's fire, bro. It's fire. Just, just buy it all. So there you go. Yeah. That's what I was doing instead of being on Twitter. But I also did tweet today. So that's that's true. That is true. The only kind of buns that Tommy gets cardamom buns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should move on to uh... like, you know, I'm married. right? <laughs> like Exactly. My point. Um <laughs> We should move on to an old segment uh, that we used to do, especially when our team uh, that we root for dearly and is actually the best team in the AL right now, the Chicago White Sox, when they were complete trash. We had a great segment called Old McConnell at a farm. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have we actually have things going on on the farm right now. Uh, we mostly rehab assignments. That That's the only thing that really matters now. We have uh, the one, the only. This is actually breaking news today. So I guess it's not that breaking because you'll hear it tomorrow. Uh, true. Luis Robert. is. Thank you for rolling the R. Yeah, you got to do it. So Robert reassigned to Winston Salem to get that uh, rehab assignment in. Um, he's going to, that's, that's actually huge news. Cause I, I was still thinking that's a month away basically so that he'd like be back yeah, just I, in time, but I thought he we were going to get him like the last homestand against Detroit. Like yeah. that's like, I was putting him in Yaz on that window. Uh, but Hey, if that means we get him back in a month, hell yeah. That's awesome. That's a, you know, a little over a month, actually almost a month and a half of baseball uh, where he is uh, playing 
and he is starting and he is contributing to this lackluster. I'm just going to call him lackluster offense, inconsistent yeah. offense. Yeah, that, I think I think that's more accurate is inconsistent because, you know, when you're putting up two runs in uh, mind you a seven inning game, but two runs against like the twins of all pitching staffs, you know, come on. Yeah, well, it took it took the uh, eighth inning to get that second run, too. So, yeah. And then it took an absolute tank from Gavin Sheets to get us a dub tonight. So, but I do want to credit my guy, hashtag Goodwin Gang, getting us started that inning. (laughs) Hitting it through the shift, too, baby. I just like, here's my thing with that is um, that it just could have, you could have let it be about Gavin Sheets. You could have let it be just a Gavin Sheets praise. I gotta, I gotta stay on brand because what it was gonna be. If here's the thing, if Sheets didn't get a hit there, if they would have lost today, if they would have lost both games, I would have tweeted something along the lines of uh, Jake Berger, Gavin Sheets and Billy Hamilton are going to get it done this year. So you're so sassy about that. Um, Well, hey, speaking of guys that are minor leaguers or former minor leaguers, Tom. Mike Rodolfo, is that where is that where we're going? The touted prospect, Mike Rodolfo. So excited. He's when is he coming? Going to come up? Yeah, um, no, 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 no. He did hit a tank today, though. Uh, my source is you telling me that a couple minutes ago before we started. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, a couple of days ago, he hit a walk off tank in uh, in Birmingham. Boom. Uh, Call he, it old McConnell. I'll, I'll be honest for what you're looking for from Mike Rodolfo. I mean, yes, his on base percentage is only 319. He swings at a lot, but he has a slugging percentage of 526. It's pretty impressive. Well, when you when you come when it comes down to it, man, you you have a bat for a reason. You better swing it. You know what I'm saying? So if if he takes that perspective on life, I want him in the major leagues. I know it's and probably not a good idea. Then but- he'll probably strike out at like a 45 percent clip. Yeah. Hey, well, if he's hitting tanks like that, that's trade bait, baby. I'm telling you. Well, you know, I'll talk to you more later about trade bait. Uh, actually, in just a send him to couple Tampa. minutes to be Tampa, honest with Tampa you. will fix him or something. I want to see him do well in the majors. I bet you he'll like turn into the next like not catcher, but well, Mike it's... Zanino, where he just like bats <laughs> 205 and is always just hitting dongs and or Miguel Sano. Oh, yikes! <laughs> more accurately, um, what? What else do we have going on down in the in the well, you got leagues on Hans Farm here? My my boy Aloy, of course, hit a my tank in uh, in Triple A uh, in Charlotte. Um, I'm absolutely loving his progression so far. Now, here's what I got to ask you: his timeline. He's in Triple A. He's swinging the bat. He's looking pretty solid. Tom, what do you have to say? Are you, when when's the earliest you're calling him up? I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you gotta kind of like think about what is the what is the rehab assignment about? It's basically a, a status check. Like, are you actually like you were medically cleared, but are you actually fully healthy? If he's raking, you know, the swing is there, the timing's there. You don't want to waste him being fully healthy and having his timing like on point. You don't want to waste that like down in the minors because, you know, baseball ebbs and flows. You get a hot streak. You want to catch some of that hot streak up in the majors. So I'd say get him up here yesterday. Like, actually. So here's my one problem. 
where did the White Sox go after this uh, Minnesota series? Oh, you're trying you're trying to think logistics like where? Well, logistics, but I'm sorry, who are they playing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely honest. I do not have the schedule in front of me. You literally just mentioned where I'm going the next year. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee. <laughs> Proud of you, Tom. Connecting the bets. Here's the deal. When Awoy comes back, what has been the big discussion already coming out of the front office, coming out of the left field or DH, mouth. left field DH, left field, especially DH, DH yeah. right? Um, if a because they need a bat. They don't really need the defense. They really don't need to plug him into outfield right now. Yeah, but they, I mean, anyway, continue, continue. Well, they might in the future. They might next year when the pieces roll around, right? But right now on the 2021 White Sox, where is Aloy being plugged? Right here and right now. He's getting plugged where? I mean, here's the thing. Daily. Left field. More days than not. No, absolutely not. So then you're shaking up your lineup completely. I don't know, man. I, I think DH by, um, what is it called? DH by committee is going to be the, is going to be the play. Um, when I, I don't, when I don't, a boy is back, he's got to be in the lineup every day. I'm telling you what I think is going to happen. Not what I think should happen. Who's not, better defensively in left field? Andrew everyone. Literally, literally fucking everybody, Stu. Right. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you what is right or wrong. I'm telling you what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to see a lot of Aloy in left and a lot of Aloy at DH too because he's going to be playing every day. So he's going to be like one of four guys that's rotated through there in Andrew Vaughn, Gavin Sheets, and Eloy are going to be all rotated through there. And it, probably Jake no. Berger. Cause it's Jake like Berger when Schwarber DH one day too. Cause why not? You know, it's like when Schwarber came back for the 2016 series, he was coming off the bench to pinch hit in the NL home games. And he was, he no. was DHing for uh, the AL games no. in Cleveland. No, he's I not don't. going to play. He's going to play less than if, if he comes back in two weeks, less than two weeks, Tom, I'll put money up right now that Aloy plays less than in the rest of the regular season, less than 10 games. And wow. Wow. You high for that one. You want to put, you want to, you want to double double or nothing that beer bet. Yeah. I'll I'll take a 12 pack of Pacifico at this rate. Yeah. He's going to play the second he plays his 10th game, including postseason. No, I said regular season, regular season. Okay, let's see how many freaking games. Yeah, he's gonna. We got like. Th- I'm gonna what, set it at ten. I'm gonna left? set it at ten and a half. What do we have? Thirty or forty games left here? Yeah, no, ten and a half. Don't you always do this crap, Steve? You say well, if I he said plays ten, ten games. What? Nope, ten or less. Ten is my number. Tops. Okay, so he's gonna ten play and a half. when he plays eleven games. You owe you me win. that. You, sure. Yeah. No, he, he's definitely gonna play eleven games in left field. Like a hundred percent for the rest of the regular season. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Cool. Easy. Easiest bet I've ever won. But here's the um, thing. Here's the thing. If I lose this bet, that doesn't mean that you do not owe me the six pack that you're going to owe me when Carlos Rodon <laughs> hits his ninth win. No, for sure. You owe no, me wait, that wait, one. Wait. No, 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 no. Double or not. Oh, so you're giving me beer and I'm giving you beer. Yeah. So like if, if, so we're buying each other beer. Great. Yeah, it cancels exactly. out. Well, I mean, um, you're going to buy me two, but whatever. 
Uh, cool. So that's that. Anyway, back to old McConald, because that's where we started this out. Yolbert Sam Sanchez. Holy Thomas. Yolbert Sanchez won his uh, promotion to double uh, A. Or was it Winston-Salem? I had it in front of me. I should have just read it. And <laughs> a boy. Promoted no, to double A. He got promoted, promoted to double A. To Birmingham. This is a big yes. deal because he is, in fact, the uh, 16th White Sox prospect. So, you know, there's just, it's just nice to see things progressing. Um, <clears throat> trade bait. But it's, uh, you know, if he ends up being a White Sox, that's a cool thing, too. Uh, so it, it's just it's just nice to know that we do still have things happening. It's not like... Um, it's not yet like the North side where they literally have nothing going for them in, in the minors. It's it's, we got stuffs. We got stuffs. They have a stronger minor league system than we do right now, but it's okay, Tom. The negativity Um, is not appreciated. Well, I'll be honest in regard to our minor league system, everybody else worth mentioning is up right now because we are the shy Knights. Um, Shy like that one? Char- Char- I feel like there's a better way to do it, but I can't think of it, so I'll give it to you. Well, I, I do got to credit the, uh, the the old Shy Sox Weekly guys when, what was that, 2018, when they came out with the Shar Knights Weekly podcast, and they yeah. kept, they didn't even talk about Major League Baseball. They just talked about the minor league team. Bit. Yep, that's um, I remember that. I got to ask, speaking of trade bait, who do you think? of all of the trade bait pieces of guys that were in triple a in the last year, who do you think is going first? Well, um, you saw it t- today to this afternoon, there were scouts and seats and who was pitching to start the second half of the doubleheader for the white Sox, Reynaldo Lopez, baby. Yeah. Ray. Well, he is, uh, he's going to be the first one to go. And, and I like, I think his audition was like his last couple, like, cause everybody, when he got pulled up, it was like, what is happening? The only reason it's his audition for playing in the big leagues at another team. You know, everybody's scouts are coming to take a look. What is he going to do against big league competition? Is those, those were the scouts that were in the seats. They were, they were there for uh, what the reds. I think I saw was the only scout that confirmed scout that was in the seats for the game, the double header on July 19th. The only confirmed one that I, I, can I, bring did, forward I didn't, I didn't see was that the reds. Yes. You're going you're gonna to have to show that to me at drink break. Uh, I know that we had some guns out for uh, Taylor Rogers uh, when he was on the mound for Minnesota, which is uh, fascinating. Um, when it comes to trade bait, I'll be honest. Jake Berger, Jake Berger is the big trade bait piece right now, because right here, here's the thing, unless they are going to play him at second, which apparently he's been taking reps at second, but he hasn't had a game there yet. Right. um, They're going to use him to trade for a second base piece. That's going to help you win now. Um, Yeah. I think they're going to keep sheets as a left-handed bat, um, especially with kind of, I don't know. I the dude crushes fastball. I don't know why Barrios threw him a fastball today, but because fastballs are fast, bro, and that's literally all Gavin Sheets is is <laughs> fastballs. He well, he is. Do you know who he is? He's the white lefty Pedro Serrano from Major <laughs> League. That's that's who he is. Any off speed, just swings right over it. That's right. He can't do it. Hey, 
Throw him a curveball. <laughs> so Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Boo needs to. Uh, oh my God! Bless the curse bats. <laughs> Ridiculous for that one. Anyway, I think that ends our old McDonald's segment. Do we have? I mean, the 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 moral of the story is we have people who are coming up on rehab assignments. In the most important important pieces of the dang puzzle, if you ask me, and. We also have trade bait. That's 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 all we got for you guys. It's a weird place to be right now. I think as yeah. a Chicago White Sox fan, because uh, I'll be honest, chance of making the playoffs. I'll be honest. I was so worried that we would never get to this point. You're 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 funny for that one, bro. 2021, 2022, 2023 dynasty. Well, this is the window. Chicago that's the White Sox. The window is now. Put so go do it. We're going to be in November baseball game seven winners every year for the next three years. It's going to be amazing. Well, Hey, before we uh, go to drink break um, and fact check, you know, <laughs> minute, because I, I, I need to hear about this Cincinnati Reds thing. I didn't hear about that. I thought you knew who, um, who is the one guy that you want to add to this team that's currently on a major league roster. Oh man, uh, this actually, I had it in my brain. Where realistically. I, no, I know real. It's got to be realistic, obviously. Um, oh, I had, I think I'm still, no, I can't be. Oh man, Steve, you caught me off guards on this one. You, you, you bad for this. Um, Yikes, Tom. You, you, you got somebody on the, off the top of the dome. I mean, there's a right answer. Ooh, ooh, I know who it is. I know the right answer. It's Jonathan Scope. A thousand percent. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if you agree, but would, Jonathan it, Scope is the right. I know you don't agree, actually. But you know, first of all, you're. I like Jonathan off. Scope a lot. No, no. It's an it's an interdivision I, trade though, and those cost you big. Those cost you big. It's what? Garrett Crochet. It's Garrett Crochet for Jonathan Scope. It is not. He's not. It a, is not that expensive. It's an he's interdivision not, trade. No. He's not that expensive. He's really not. I would love Scope. As long as it costs me no more than Jared Kelly. And the good news is you didn't say Shoop. So that's. I did not say Shoop. Throwback to our first <laughs> season when I called him Jonathan Shoop. I, I, <laughs> you never thought that would come back to hit you. That's. Well, I gotta, I gotta admit, I, I just was scarred by my early 2000s Bears fandom when <laughs> John Shoop, spelled literally the same way, yeah, uh, was the offensive coordinator under Dick Duran. Yikes. <laughs> Jim Miller at quarterback, uh, Marty Booker at wide receiver, the A-Train in the backfield. A-Train, baby. Now, you're correct in quotes, which isn't actually the correct answer. What, Adam what Frazier. You, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, like I'm can't, I can't get off this train. <laughs> you can move him to right field next year, too. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's a lot of all rights, but Tom, you got the floor, so go for it. Yes. Um, so uh, it's a common practice on this podcast to do something that we like to call the Minoso Minute, 
you know, um, Minnie Minoso was a big deal for the White Sox, breaking the color barrier for the uh, Latino-born players on the White Sox. Uh, and he was freaking great. So uh, all that stuff he did for the outside the lines of baseball, we, we credit this segment to him. Um, so I'd like to take this moment, uh, and it's really, it's really probably just going to be a minute this time. Usually we run over on that, but genuinely, I need everyone, everyone, I don't care how old you are, I need you to stop calling the Major League Baseball players kids. Anytime you do that, it's demeaning them. Like, I, I, I really, I just do not have time for it. You know, I, I had, I'm not going to name the person because it's not worth it. It's not worth it to do that and have somebody go after them for this. But, you know, Tim Anderson with a 16-game hit streak. First tweet I see is, man, this kid can play. You know, this that kid, quote-unquote, is a grown-ass black man who has a kid himself and is at the top of his field in – like literally playing out of his mind and like the most qualified person to do the position that he is doing in the entire world, basically. And you're calling him a child, not in that word in those words, but that is what you said. I'm, I will not have it. I will not have it. Do not call these major leaguers kids. And especially, especially when they're not white, because that's, that strikes a nerve with uh, with not just me. I can guarantee it. So that is legitimately all I had to say. But again, don't, don't call a major leaguer who's 25, 26, 27 years old a kid. Because let's be honest, if you were that age and at the top of your field, you would not be okay with someone calling you a kid. That's it. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it. Um, as the 108 guy said, um, I want to bring the QAnon version of that. <laughs> Mini Minoso, too. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, that would be terrible. I'm not about that life. Um, since I lightened up the mood, let's bring it in. I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. All right, there we go. So, Maybe you might get the singing in the background there too, Tom, when you're editing. Um, <laughs> my bone to pick. Okay, we went to the game on Friday. We had a good time. Snuck our way down to the 108 eventually, but we had 500 level tickets, right? Um, I'm sorry that we are the pores of White Sox Twitter here. Um, to, this, I got to get this guy out here. Bob Doyle at Alex Rush underscore LV. Maybe it's Ivy. I don't know. No idea who this dude is. Said uh, $5 Fami with those trash ass seats. Gave me vertigo looking at the video. Good Lord. Those are my seats, actually. So you can kiss my ass. Um, and then uh, second off. If you're at the game, wherever you're sitting, enjoy the game. Doesn't matter where you're sitting. I, I, it, I know that they're not great. The best seats in the house. But yeah. Some of us got to, you know, make it happen if we want to go to that game. And, and we don't have $200 to drop on seats behind home plate because the trash droves are in town. So, yeah, all that being said, fuck that shit. 
Go to the game. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in 558, 108, or in the scout seats or a suite. Go enjoy the game wherever you're sitting. Don't rag on people for where they're sitting. Ever. And Exactly. And just don't be a classist. Baseball is not supposed – baseball is for everyone, period. End of discussion. You're damn right it is. So – Speaking well, of baseball being for everyone, Chicago baseball is for everyone, including Lance Lynn, baby. Oh well, my hey, God. he loves the South Side. The he quote, said it in interviews. Dude, I know. Um, he said that it fits his persona, and uh, I guess it shows with that, uh, that contract he signed. Tom, I want to hear your initial thoughts. On Oof. It. I, I am very, ex- very excited about it. I mean, he – it's just, man, I, like – it's it's really exciting to not just have one of the top pitchers in the game right now signed for you know two years on top of what we thought we were going to have him for. Uh, that's a huge. It makes deal. the Dunning deal that much better. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like it's it was Dane Dunning was going to be a three at best. Yeah, yeah like that's, at, that's a ceiling, at, at prime, that's you know? a ceiling, right? He was already twenty seven. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's 27. You can fact check me on that in a minute. Um, but is he, I got to ask, I, I mean, first off, I couldn't believe it. Like I actually no. couldn't believe that mid season, they actually spent the money locked him up to re-sign a guy man. and lock him up for a couple more years. Cause it shows they're dedicated, right? They're dedicated to winning. Dane Dunning is still 26. He turns 27 in December. You said um, I was going to fact check you on it then. I got <laughs> it. Um, I got to ask you though despite me not believing this, me just being absolutely floored. Cause as we talked about in the last podcast with the one eight guys, I thought that we were just going to run his arm ragged and let him go. Yeah. Is no. he, is he your game one starter right now? No, Carlos Rodon. So get out of here with that. But I, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I righty, I, lefty, righty, righty, I lefty, righty. Just, get your head out that's not it it doesn't it doesn't make a difference because they write the lineup card every day and they know who's starting so they could put the correct matchups accordingly no matter what the point is that you need to have a mix it doesn't have to be one other one other because that's old baseball think and it's not i don't know but i didn't just switch it up I didn't even get to finish what I was going to say at the beginning of why I'm so excited about having Lance Lynn. It's not just that he is one of the top of the line guys. It's not just that we get him for longer than we ever thought we were going to get him. It's not just because he is absolutely electric to watch and doesn't mask what he's thinking on the mound by any fathomable (laughs) reach or whatever. What he does is so unique in baseball that he just he, no other pitcher is like him and i and like the baseball nerd in me is like we have that guy that that guy that's like he's like the grinky the opposite of the the grinky you know where like it's just fun to watch him because he's an anomaly and he's so good at what he does in that anomaly ness like he just throws fastballs and no one can hit them like that shouldn't work, but it does. And I, I like I that I love and I'm so happy that he's on our team for, you know, 
probably till the end of his career. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I'm that gets me lit. I I'm I couldn't be happier. And it, it gives me more of an excuse to actually buy into how much I love him because I loved him. But I like was like, you know what? He's a rental. Yeah, he, he's you, not anymore. Now, I you like, know, you know, I'm a Jersey. You know, I'm a Jersey guy. This yeah. this might this is jersey worthy. This is absolutely jersey worthy. I mean, you get him for three years, like the three prime years of the window. Absolutely. Like he's our guy now. And he's showing he's no guy. signs of regression. That's no. the best part about Lance Lynn. Zilch. Like he is not a guy where it's like, oh, he might fall off. He keeps getting better and better every year in the last few years. Yeah. No, I'm I'm absolutely on fire about this one. Like I and I'm really glad I've had the chance to say it because whoo. I'm toasty. I'm toasty. Now, this one. I know you're really excited, and so am I. I am absolutely pumped. When I saw the new, I, I mean, shock was the first thing I went into. I was just yeah. like, no, no, this can't be real. I actually found out because uh, <laughs> Husky Bardo, uh, Stephen Lombardo, listener of the podcast, uh, he's uh, a guy who's on Sox Twitter pouring mm. wax on himself during the 108 tourney. Has not given us a, a comment or rating. Oh, so it. maybe he should go and uh, rate, oh. subscribe, review, right? Give if us he one has star. Already. I don't care. Just say something. Yeah. <laughs> give us say what. Give us one star and say say you're you're a dick, Steve. Yeah, that's um, what we'll do. We'll start calling somebody out who listens, <laughs> like shaming everybody into. Comments. He is the reason why I found out because he actually tagged the sons of Honarchy in a tweet. And he was like, are we getting a podcast about the wind news? Um, yeah. And I was like, well, yes, sooner than later. <laughs> um, when we uh, roll in on Monday night after we realize we have no other free days. Yes, exactly. We'll record, we'll record about it. <laughs> Hence our podcast name today. Lynn sanity, Hell Lance yeah. Lynn and the insanity that is our lives. Um, <laughs> now, Tom. Carlos Rodon. Now, I know he's your game one starter, mm -hmm. but what does this mean for him in the future? Are you ready for a White Sox world, a Jerry Reinsdorf led or funded front office that uh, is not going to be able to resign him for what he's worth? You don't know that, Steve. Tommy. I, dude, just be realistic now. You never know. Here, here's what here's what I'm. You just, you don't know. Let's, let's say that, um, I'm the CBA is happening, right? So yeah. we just, we don't know what that's going to look like. Um, and you know what, maybe like it brings the top tier down a little bit, like the absolute height of the market gets more toward, um, what the, you know, owners are willing to do like letting teams like the, the A's and the Rays play with the big boys in that sense. And like they rewrite luxury tax and stuff like that. I don't know how it's going to look. Maybe that comes down and the median player gets a raise. That would be great. Probably like spread the wealth a little bit. And in that case, he's reachable, you know, Scott Boris can't, Oh, out and of the, the you just Sox. you just mentioned. I was just gonna say two words, Tommy, Scott, Boris. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm wishful thinking, but again, that I think that is something to keep in mind, though. That the the CBA is up this year, and who knows what that means for the future and what signing free agents is gonna look like, 
and what free agency is going to look like. Maybe it comes earlier for people from now on. I don't don't know. It's just going to be different after next year. Yeah, no, for sure. And I hope, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that CBA does not mean the White Sox getting screwed out of World Series chance. Yes. Shout out and to I know P. this Hand. was before our time, but 94. P. Um, Hand reminded me of that, the game that we were at on uh, whatever day that was. The day that Friday? I was, yeah, I was. Yeah, I know. I'm high. But yeah. No, probably the opposite on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's not high drunk. Yes, yes. But the point of it being like, you're absolutely right. It's in 94, you know, that it happened before it could happen again to the White Sox and the trauma is real. I wasn't there, but the trauma is real. Yeah. Well, hey, just remember, Keiko got his payday from Boris. So Rodon is definitely going to get his payday from Boris, especially yeah. being a few years younger and uh, having a much stronger season than Keiko did, well, even in his half season in yeah. Atlanta. What's hard is... I, I could very easily see the thing, the the light at the end of the tunnel that I've been seeing for Carlos this whole time is, you know, mind you, injury injuries are the reason for this, but the number of innings on his arms on his arm is actually quite low. You know, you could see like hypothetically, if, if health is, you know, standard, from here on out, you could see him pitching into 35 year season, 36, 37 year season, just because he's got such few innings on his arm in the first five years of his actual career. That's a really good point. I did not think about. Yeah. I, what does he pitched max? hundred and 165 innings, 165 innings. That was his heaviest season, heaviest season. The uh, the seasons opposite or beside those were what like thirty innings and sixty innings or something. You've got, like that? I mean, you've got a one twenty, a one sixty five, and a one thirty nine in here. That's uh, that's it. That's like, it. The rest are just throwaway seasons, injury seasons. He's never so, sniffed outside you know, of this year. Never even sniffed two hundred innings. You know. Yep. So. Until he gets busted for uh, for them PEDs, because that's I mean, still my take theory, him, bro. Take him, honestly. <laughs> no, you, you, you. Here's the thing, Steve. About that is like his body type has not changed much. Like he's lost some weight, but well, I, I didn't. I, I comment. Did I comment on this last time, or did I say this at the you've at been the game on for Sunday? A while that where he got no, no, no. He slim. He slimmed down in 2020, and then mm-hmm. he got bigger again this year. So uh, that's you know. Conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist mm-hmm. over here, so I'm not. I'm not Our even going to go down that route. Cap is. I'm not even going to go sir. down that route because you mentioned being at the game on Friday. I did. Mister Dapper that? finally <laughs> showed up. Um, shouts to Beef Loaf. You fill fulfilled your your requ- his request and and his ask for you. You showed up and, and dressed to the nines, sir. I was told to dress for the occasion. I probably will do so from here on out. It, it actually, uh, it made me feel 
pretty normal because that's how I dress <laughs> for work. Like I've been, <laughs> it's it I'm was dying. It was yeah. I I didn't feel out of place in that in that attire at all. Um, I am absolutely so. dying. And and it's true because I actually like I would walk around with people all all around me. Everybody was dressed down because I was a restaurant manager. And so everybody in the kitchen was dressed down. All of my phone workers were dressed down. All you were at that point at one point. You down. were there at one point too. So don't talk down to the low people. I'm not, no, it's, it's not I'm a mess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a knock on anybody. It's just like, I'm used to being the one who, the only person in a place that you shouldn't dress up in that is dressed up because that was what I was supposed to do. So, Hey, I enjoyed it. It felt normal. <laughs> I there you was go. Just dressing. There you go. So <laughs> socks kind of looked like boo-boo. I will not lie, especially they the offense so bad and the bullpen. <laughs> Jose Ruiz to Pittsburgh, please immediately. Right? No, it was, <laughs> I mean, actually um, it was, uh, it, but not Pittsburgh, Detroit. Cause that would be hilarious. We would We're not Detroit. Them, fleece them out of Jonathan scope for a yeah. Jose Ruiz. Please, that would never happen. <laughs> but what if Steve, but what if wet um, dream <laughs> Detroit would never forgive us. Um, but fuck him. Uh, it's, the, 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 I think the way to judge that game, that Friday night game was around, I think it was the sixth people were already talking about heading to cork. You know, and by <laughs> that's that's how you know it's not great. I mean, we didn't see a hit. The first two pitches were a hit and a hit for the Sox, and then there was no hits until the ninth when Timmy got another one. And it's like, yep, I, I was already gone because yep, <laughs> innings two through eight were an offensive shit show. That's I so when bad. when Yoan ripped that double down the line and. Uh, we went up one nothing. I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be a great game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you showed up <laughs> in the fourth <laughs> and it all went downhill. Uh, yeah, so so explain to me, Tom, what what took you so long getting to the park? Oh, my Lord. This is actually a public service announcement, guys. Like take any like take an Uber, take public transit. Take the bus, take the train, take the metro. Find a way to get to the game that isn't driving a car. Or maybe, you know, park like far away and be okay with the walk. Do not park in the lots, people. Ever, I swear to God, every single lot was full. I'm, I'm not kidding. Every single one of them was full by 7.10. Now, Tommy. By 7.10. I'll tell you this right now. The Tommy. game started at 7.10. You showed up at what you got off the interstate at what time? 705. So people, the moral of the story. Yeah, don't get, show leave your job up, early. <laughs> like don't that's show up at first pitch. Steve. Don't show up at first pitch. And then don't have a don't have a job during this. That's Steve's actual lesson because that I works literally too. left from work. Actually, that's not even true. I got out of work early, took care of the dog so that he didn't have a miserable night and shit himself in his crate. And you, then you and you and went the child straight to the game. The so fur Steve, child. Steve, talk about shaming people for how they go to games. If you if you have a fur <laughs> if you have a furry child. Does that make you a furry, Tom? No, Steve, that's not what that means. I'm not <laughs> going to tell you what that means. So, 
No, no. I, here's the thing. I'm not shaming you for how, when you left for the game or whatever. I, maybe I'm a little bit. What I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, though, is you live off of a blue line stop. You yeah. should have known it was going to be a shit show getting down to the park for a Friday night game against the Astros. Literally What's, two of the best teams in the AL going up against each other. Yo, what's silly, though? Over 30,000 in the stands. It wasn't even travel time. Like, it took me less than no, 40 exactly. minutes to get to the park. You got off on 35th, didn't you? Dude, it didn't matter where I got off. The line to get off at 31st. 31st or Pershing. No, the line even to Pershing. get off at 30. No, the line to get off at 31st was bonkers i can agree with you on pershing but all the south side lots were full every lot was full f l g a b c like (laughs) e was full e was full the overflow of e was full l that being said f was full g was full if you can like (laughs) carpooled in the game if not take public transportation if not allot yourself some time and i know there is you know kind of some complaining on White Sox Twitter, too, of, of how long it's taking to get into the game. And, and I mean, they're still adjusting to full. Yeah, it's staffing, like, let's right? not let's not blame the the staff of the park like they, they they're adjusting. They're learning. They, they haven't done this in, in two years. And like most of the people who did it two years ago are no longer in employment by the, the like. Think about that. Like were if you were working that job two years ago, would you come back and do it again? Probably not if you could help it. So. Well, and that's what's going on with the vendors right now. Yeah. Vendors they, are not coming back to their jobs. And that's why um, mm-hmm. you've got people not in the stands right now selling you beer. That's why the long, long lines to get food and get beer are out on the concourse. They are understaffed right now. And then yeah. on top of that, this was brought up in the Sunday soak. I wouldn't have known this if I didn't listen to part of the Sunday soak. Go listen so to shout out soap, to, people. So shout out to the 108 guys for bringing this up. The North Siders are out tipping the South Siders right now. Badly. Dang. North Sider, uh, North Side vendors on average right now are getting, did I hear this correct? It was like 11 or 12% on average. That's still low. Right. South Side, 5%. Bruh. People. So up, up the tip game, people. I mean, I know you're waiting in line for a long time, but don't take that out on the people serving you. Exactly. It's the the people who can't hire. Like it's Jerry's fault that they're, that they're not, that the line's long, not the people serving you. Exactly. And they're not going to serve you any faster. If you give them a no tip or 5%, that's not going to help. Like hundred percent. And if you can, this is going to be my one recommendation too. And this is not like, Hey, don't spend your money in the ballpark, whatever. But, you can get there early don't forget about tailgating i went yeah. sunday got down there early we got down into lot b at about 11 a little bit before 11 o'clock they let us in um they were letting people in before that too for a 110 start on sunday grilled drank beers had a good time got into the park on time and we were in line at at 12 55, I think, is when we got into the line and we were there for first pitch. Um, so plan accordingly. That's all I'm going to say. And, and make the most of the opportunities that you can in the park and outside of the park. Tailgating is amazing. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the like when it comes down to it, we're going to say it again. Baseball is for everybody. 
So enjoy the game the way that you enjoy the game. But public service announcement, whew, those those lots is something. So what? however you're going to manage it, try to think about that ahead because holy yeah. buckets. Especially Fridays and Saturdays. Especially Fridays and Saturdays. So, uh, but hey, Tom, I got to say, you missed out on a. This is going to be a quick note. You missed out on a good-ass time at Cork and Carry afterward. I could tell, man. I could just – it looked like a freaking blast. But, you know, and it would have made up for the crappy ball game, but I exactly. just – Exactly. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. A lot of good people out there. Sammy Davis Jr., 5,000, my guy uh, out there, head of the White Sox Twitter Bureau investigation. He's not Gen Zer, by the way. He's, oh, he's he, an adult. He is, he is not. He is a grown-ass <laughs> man with a kid. Um, yeah. Who else was out there? Johnny White Sox is a new guy that I got to meet in person. Uh, but old timers, you know, Luke was there. Old timers. Um, you mean like people who have been, I mean, like, you know, the good old crowd. You already know people that we've seen before. I mean, Luke's kind of an old timer. If you saw his picture from <laughs> Sunday the after the Billy Hamilton catch, <laughs> you know, if you haven't seen that. We'll make sure to retweet it on the Sons of Honarchy so page, funny. along with Tommy's suit that he wore on Friday, basically. <laughs> Um, but yeah, some good people out there at Cork and Carry on, on Friday. Didn't you um, see Herb? He was Herb was the there. The Absolutely. If Herb I, and Courtney. Yeah, I shoot. Understood. I mean, I'm cutting the list short, but yeah, you know, her, Herb and Herb and Herb and his girlfriend, Courtney were out there. Um, Brian Knights was out there. Um, I'm sure I'm missing people. Alex rude. I was, I was really gone by the end of the night. Shout out to Berklin and Katie, uh, his girlfriend for, uh, walking back to the train with us. Yeah. Get chauffeur in your ass out of the South side. I was fine. Kay, uh, <laughs> Kayla, my girlfriend, on the other hand, though, that's another story. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, recapping the rest of the weekend, I didn't go on Saturday. You didn't go on Saturday. Did you watch the game on Saturday? I don't. Mm, oh no, I didn't get a chance to, but Giolito, um, holy Giolito. Gio. Oh, that's Lido. That's what it is. Lido. It's a song. Like, you know that wanted... song that they play after every strikeout? No, that's right. You don't go to the park enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, sorry. I had to shit on you there. Um, but yeah, Geo looked amazing. I almost forgot he pitched just because of the offensive onslaught that was, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, complete game out of pitch. Geo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, complete he, game out of Geo, he, which really huge with the bullpen uh, for the upcoming days. Um, but the offense just absolutely went off. I remember walking by. I was in Forest Park. We were out in actually in the further burbs before that. But we walked by a bar going to get ice cream later in the night. And I saw it was nine nothing. And I'm like, oh, there we go. We needed that one. Oh, did we ever? Um, and then Sunday, I did go to the game on Sunday, as I mentioned tailgated actually stayed in the 500 level the entire game. And that was awesome. It was really good. Um, getting, yeah, just enough run production, amazing pitching. I'm officially sold on Rodon after watching him pitch. Holy moly. It's the one thing too, from the 108 angle, you really don't get to see kind of like how the guy's pitching. (laughs) Right. Right. But from those upper deck seats, because they're the same seats that we were in on Friday. Yep. They're good you teams. can see where every pitch is at and, and where it's going and, and how hitters are reacting and Rodon stuff is just unbelievable this year. Yeah, that is one thing about those 500 level seats where you're uh, if you're behind home plate, you can really see pitch location 
pretty well. I mean, not high low. You have no idea. But, yeah, but it's a little <laughs> tough to call balls and strikes when they're high low. But when they're over the plate, you're always you, like yeah, strike. Can, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like in, hitting them in the shoulders, but it's over the plate. You're like strike. <laughs> Yeah, that's what can great. I what what can I say? I'm a passenger ump, just like passenger drivers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, but God. um also I gotta say real quick, the Moncada's back comments that I've seen, especially after the home run on Sunday, mm-hmm. the home run in game two of the doubleheader today. He's already been back. Yeah, he ain't never just because he's not hitting homers <laughs> does not mean he's not back. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I love that he's taking a little bit more of aggressive plate plate approach because this offense needs it right now, yeah. especially before Avoy and Luis get back in the lineup. Yep. But as long as he's getting on base at a over four hundred clip, um, yeah. no, he's, he's <laughs> especially he's, once you get those guys back, ooh, baby, he's Moncada. He, he he sure as hell is Moncada, and he ain't a bust though. Yo, you see that photo of him, the the edited one with his tattoo and his sleeveless and and the flow going. Talk about wet dreams. Oh, boy. He is a good looking man. <laughs> um, and on that note, hey, uh, by the way, we're no longer bum slayers. We uh, we, we took are it to the Astros and then we lost to the twins. So we're not bum slayers anymore. We, we <laughs> that's right. We only beat good teams. We're getting playoff ready. Yeah, exactly. We're going to Tony's script. getting this team playoff ready. Speaking of which, by the way, there was a Twitter personality. Um, his his name is Steve, actually, on White Sox Twitter, which is very very fitting because he um is a dear fan of my final fives uh but one of my final fives um he commented and said that i'm not giving la Russa enough credit uh which um i gotta say uh you know after today's game i might be a little skeptical still but here's the deal with what he's working with we've said it on this podcast already for what yep. he's working with you got to give him a little bit of credit despite his Poor decision making um, before being the manager of the White Sox. That's yeah. Actually, his 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 name is canceled. White Sox fan. Um, <laughs> add Steve nineteen eighty three one two three. Um, so shout out to him. He said that I'm the I'm the new shy Sox fan, Mike. I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult, uh, but he said <laughs> I'm the new face of White Sox Twitter. He said it on a couple occasions. So what a guy. Hey, shout out to you, man. Thanks. For, All I got to say is what's for... good, everybody. It's your man, Steve-O coming at you tonight's final five. <laughs> no. Didn't do no. one tonight because I didn't watch a lick of the games. So. And we had this going on. So uh, count it. But yeah, I mean, shout outs to, you know, when you when you appreciate my my guy, Steve-O, I, I feel the love, too. I mean, just because I love him. As it's reciprocal. As you all do. Yeah, pretty much. You're um, like in a you're you're like a. No, I was a leech. Say a leech. Like say it. Leech is better. Leech is better. I was gonna say <laughs> something leech worse. Is better than what you were gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have but, final thoughts, Steve? <laughs> yes. I'll say it even nicer. You're an app- you're an extra appendage on me that's growing that go. I just that's can't quite nice. cut off. Yeah. Because you, you contribute something, Tommy. You're I like do the, stuff. You're like the third arm. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me a little bit more useful. Moving, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Doing things. You know I love you dearly. And uh, that being said, Tom, I think about that. And I think about how when I was buying these Tom Paints paintings that were behind my wall, you know, on my wall behind me, I was like, damn, like, we're still in a rebuilding stage. Like, Mm -hmm. I got to believe in these guys. Like, 
it's been really shitty watching this team the last decade. And everybody who I talk to from the Chicagoland area or beyond, and they're like, oh, wow, you're a White Sox fan? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's been a painful decade-ish, yeah. but I, you know, I've been a White Sox fan all this time. Um, it's been hella rewarding and hella amazing. And I know like people are like, oh, there's people in the stands. Oh, this sucks. All this, like, you know, it takes too long to get in the park and all, you know, all my yeah. seat. I can't sit wherever <laughs> I want. This is the, this is what you get for having a good ball club. And I would rather watch good baseball yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I am excited. I am pumped. I have in the depths of my heart, I believe that this team can make it all the way. I, I still think they are a piece or two away from really solidifying that, um, especially a bullpen piece, maybe a second baseman. Um, but I love this team, ride or die, and I'm so excited with where we're at. Hell yeah, man. And I am so pumped to be just dumpstering this trash-ass central for the years to come. I love it. Give me Jonathan scope. So (laughs) everybody who's good on the other teams, give them to us. We're better than you. So that's all I have to, that's, that was my, that was my contribution. Jonathan scope is, is your pipe dream trade. I got it. For, for Jose Ruiz, for, for a bag of balls. Let's let's flee some boys. Han's going to do it to the league, right? Which leads us to Tom. That's perfect. Here we go. In Han, we trust. For Yon Moncada, I lost. Have a good one, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) on brand.